As a nine to fiver and a business owner, you're juggling a ton. You're strapped for time, but you need access to resources that can give you actionable steps. And with so many options out there, it can be difficult to know what you should and shouldn't follow. If you should take a course, if you, you should follow a best practice, if you should go to this webinar. So how do you shift through the noise and actually make progress? Today, you'll have a list of questions you need to figure out how to use and when to use actually the resources available to you and to figure out if a best practice is really a best practice that you should follow so that you can make real progress in your business. So get something to take notes on and let's get to work. Hey, you're listening to the Busy Biz Podcast and I'm your host, Alexis C. Richardson. I built my five-figure business right out of college and all while working a nine-to-five job. And I'm still doing both, at least for now. It's time to build the business of your dreams and we're going to do it together. If you're ready to build the business while balancing a nine-to-five, turn up the volume and let's do the work. This is the Busy Biz Podcast, episode 15, and I'm your host, Alexis C. Richardson. So, confession time. I am definitely guilty of shiny object syndrome, and I'm always researching the industry trends and new best practices, courses, trainings, webinars, really anything I can get my hand on to teach me what I don't know um, about building a business, building a successful business. I want to really build off of the knowledge I already have and gain new knowledge. Um, But because I'm a nine-to-fiver and a business owner just like you, I literally just don't have time to do all of those things, even though it's something that I do anyways and I crave to do. Um, You know, and I think that, you know, the sense of lack of time or the sense of we have to know this, we got to do this, we, we, you know, absolutely must take this course because it's going to impact our business in so many ways. This, um, I guess, scarcity mentality around time really forces us in a position where we try to do all of the things when it's not realistic. So how do we figure out, how do you figure out what you really need to do how do you figure out how to apply it to your business? That's the question I really want to answer today, you know, because plenty of times I found myself in a rabbit hole working on projects that I had no business working on at that time. So I created, um, I guess, a checklist of sorts, a list of questions that I asked myself before watching another training, following another best practice or doing another course or reading another article or whatever. Um, and I want you guys to write these down because, you know, and also add to them, like also customize them so that they fit your business because they might not all be a perfect match for your business. So let's get started. Question number one, is this related to an area of business that I'm working on? So in my business, I've had several streams of income and, you know, several areas that I know that I need to work on that. I know that they need improvement. There's several streams of income that I know I can streamline, or maybe I need to take some products out or some services out. And there's also some areas like on the back end that I know that I need to work on, like automation, customer service, following up, all of those things. But in order to, I guess, improve the overwhelm or get rid of some of the overwhelm that I was feeling, I decided to only focus on a certain amount of areas in my business. So this question kind of goes back to that 
um, just to kind of backtrack a little, you know, is this like, is this related to an area of business that I'm working on? Just kind of give like background on that. So I'm working on three areas right now and I'm shifting things in my company to hopefully um, switch a couple of things over since I have a different nine to five, I have a different corporate job. And I know that I can only realistically focus on a certain amount of areas. So for myself, I have set the number three. So only three areas at a time that I'm going to work on. Once I complete one, then I can add something else to the list, but only working on three um, at a time. And that means, you know, sourcing, interviewing, hiring new talent, because one of the number one things on my list is hiring a new team and hiring new people. And that also means beta testing new services and products since I removed a lot of the services that my agency once provided. Um, this question of, is this related to an area of business that I'm working on, is really a question that helped get me back on track because I can get deviated pretty quickly, especially if I see something that I know I need help on or I know I need to work on. I can get deviated real quickly and go down the black hole of researching it and nothing ends up getting done that I know that I needed to focus on in the moment. So always remember to ask yourself, is this related to an area of business that I am working on? Um, the second question is, and this is actually a new one that I added to my list because my good friend Kia Chisholm posed this question on her social media channel. And I was like, oh, girl, stop coming from my life. Like, I, I really, I was like saying, I, that's a really good question to ask yourself. So the um, second question is, do I really need to learn this or should I hire an expert to execute it for me. Yeah, she was not playing any games with this question, um, but I think it's so important to ask yourself this because when faced with the option of taking yet another course um, or applying yet another best practice, it's really important to say, do I need to even learn this? Because there are people who've studied years, studied decades to hone their craft in a specific industry or in a specific skill, and they know how to do it 10 times quicker than we do. So I know that it's a best practice, for instance, of sorts to learn from those who've done it and have done it well. But, you know, you don't have to know everything or know how to do everything in your business. Do you think Oprah knows how to work and operate a production level camera? No, ma'am. Um, you know, she might know a couple of things, but knowing the intricacies, how to you know, improve it and do all these shots. I seriously doubt she knows how to do it. So why do you think you absolutely need to know how to do every single thing in your business? When you have this mindset, you limit what you can work on at the same time. Like you can't work, on, you can only work on um, a certain amount of things at one time, especially because you're one person and you not only have a full-time commitment, but you have a business as well. So you don't have the time to be your admin, your copywriter, your web designer, your bookkeeper, your marketer, your spokesperson, like, no. And because context is key, I always say this, context is always key. If you're just starting out, stop trying to do what people who've been in the game for years are doing. Like, focus on being functional. You want to make sure that you have the working capital to afford all the things that you're trying to do. So go for that low-hanging fruit first and handle that before trying to do all the things. And 
I really said all of that to say because I did say a whole bunch right there. Um, but <laughs> what I was really just trying to say is evaluate if you really need to learn the skill that is in front of you or if you really need to um, implement the best, the best practice or if you need to hire someone to execute it for you because they already know all the things around that specific topic. So question number three is, does this impact my audience? Does my community even care? So the thing is, best practices are great. And I know I've been harping on best practices, but they really are good. And I'm not taking away from that. But in however, they are generally best practices. Keyword, generally. Here's an example. So there is a best practice that says that you should post on social media like every day. Um, well, there's actually competing best practices. People say different things. But anyways, there is one that says that you should post on social media every day. But for some audiences, for some communities, posting every day is not the best solution. Um, they may get annoyed with you posting every day. Again, this all depends on your audience, your business, and your industry. Um, and also, this can apply to other resources like courses or trainings as well. For example, um, let's just keep using the social media example since I'm harping on that. Um, if there is a course that um, is all about creating eye-catching graphics or something like that, and your audience gravitates actually to more video content, why on God's green earth? Do you need to be taking a course on eye-catching graphics? Like, it's things like that. Like, does my audience care? Like, you want to make sure that when you're trying to figure out whether or not you should take a training or follow a best practice, that you're thinking about what you know your audience engages with. Because how and when and how much they engage with what content you've already been providing um, is an indicator for you to know if you really, really need to go down that path. So question number four, will this help my bottom line? Is this a money-making task? So right now in my business, like I said, I'm focused on um, hiring um, a new team. And I'm also focused on um, improving and automating processes that are going to directly impact my revenue, i.e. hiring more people. Because if my capacity increases, then I can do more. My company can sign on more projects and do more things and make more money. So when faced with another, you know, best practice, you really want to ask yourself is, is that if completing this training, this course, whatever is in front of you, is it going to help you make money? Or is it more of a creative, um, artistic type of task? So, you know, for, and that's different for everybody because for some people, Creating funnels is a huge money-making task, but if you have a huge list and you just haven't been engaging with them. But for other people who don't have an audience, that isn't a money-making task right now. So it also depends on the season of life that you're in. Um, you can also evaluate this question by asking yourself, is this tactic, you know, um, going to grow my community? And is growing a community actually going to increase your bottom line because if you ha are growing a community but you have no place to send them, you have no way to serve them, then that is not directly going to impact your bottom line. So you want to always make sure that when you're doing something that you already have all of the pieces in the back end to make it um, profitable. Um, 
and making sure that you can make money off of it. So I hope that made sense. The last question, question number five, is can I afford this? Listen, I know. I know how convincing people, entrepreneurs, and these coaches and consultants can be. I know. I know how easy it is to fall into the trap of shiny object syndrome and feeling like you absolutely have to do whatever is in front of you. It is super tempting, but you have to go back to your numbers, the data. You have to see what you you can actually afford to truly invest in a training and resources. And also you have to like realistically determine and estimate what return on investment you need to see like following that course or following whatever you're about to do in order for it to be worth the money that you're spending on it. And the thing about courses and trainings and hiring people is that it is in some way a risk. Sometimes the risk is necessary, but sometimes the risk isn't. And something that may help you in setting this number in your head or trying to figure out this number is just saying, all right, I am going to set a number. I'm setting a number of what I'm willing to invest in my business um, when it comes to training and resources like every year, like this number and set that number and stick to it. And you can set this number by making sure that your profit margins are you know, protected. And this is just extra money that you know that you're going to make um, and it can be dedicated to trainings, resources and things like that. Um, that's something that I'm learning to do. Um, I've reached my max for this half of the year, so I'm not spending any more money. And it's been really hard, but I know that it's going to work out in the long um, run because there's always going to be courses. There's always going to be resources and things are always changing. So it's not like that resource is going to just disappear. It's not. There's always going to be someone teaching something. Um, So I hope that helps. Um, And something that... um, also, another way, I almost forgot this, another way that you can approach this question is from a capacity standpoint. So not just from a financial standpoint of can I afford this, but realistically, can you afford to spend the time to es- execute this best practice? Do you have the time to take this six-week course? Um, because at the end of the day, you're busy. Like, you have a nine-five, you have a business, you have a full-time commitment, Like you already have clients or maybe you're, you know, just now starting a business, like you're busy, busy building that business. Wow. Um, So you really want to ask yourself, do I have time for this or do I need to make time for this? And you can go back to question one and ask yourself um, if, you know, whatever is in front of you, again, is related to an area of business that you're working on. Um, This question is so important. Just because we have to get out of the cycle of, of um, you know, getting courses, doing these resources, getting all this information, and um, just a cycle of learning, 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 learning with no execution. We have to implement and execute to make all of these resources and best practices actually worth it. So just to review um, the questions that we covered, um, questions that you should ask yourself when trying to determine whether or not you should take another course, take another training, or follow another best practice is, number one, is this related to an area of business that I'm working on? Number two, do I really need to learn this or should I hire an expert to execute it for me? Number three, does this impact my audience and does my community even care? Number four, will this help my bottom line? 
Is this um, a money-making task or is this a creative task? And number five, can I afford this financially and capacity-wise? So this was a fun one. Let me know um, questions that you ask yourself to determine um, whether or not you are going to move forward with something. And you can just hit me up at my Instagram at ABC Richardson, or you can hit us up on our Busy Biz Podcast Instagram at the Busy Biz um, underscore. For more information about this week's podcast episode, head on over to thebusybiz.com slash episode 15. And if you enjoyed today's episode, head on over to iTunes, leave a review, rate, and comment. It's time to build the business of your dreams. Let's get to work.